0: Welcome to Disney Parks and Beyond, a Disney podcast about theme parks and all things Disney from the After Dark Podcast Network.
1: Hello and welcome Go for to it. another episode of Disney Parks and Beyond. I'm Nick, and as you can hear from the distraction, Craig is here. Am I? No, you, you definitely are, unfortunately. Uh, we also joined by Mr D. Happy February, everybody. Oh God, it is February, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Febby Febby. That and is- we are joined by Sinead
2: hello to give it it's not even just the start of february technically to get very irish today is saint bridget's day which marks the start of uh spring in ireland because we do our seasons completely different for someone's <laughs> own reason hang
1: on so so spring is february to april
2: yes yeah wow. february first first day of spring
1: how tall
3: was bridget do we know
2: hang
1: on so that means summer's over by june
2: yeah autumn is august september october <laughs> What
1: the oh my god. Yeah. You are Didn't know that. No, that is yeah, that yeah. is a...
2: I didn't know that we did our seasons different until I was about twenty five.
1: So. I suppose <laughs> why would you? Why would you think any differently? You just know mm. what you know, right? Yeah. Mm. Wow. Well, yeah. Don't say we don't teach you anything on this podcast. Occasionally we might do. Um
4: Usually by accident though.
1: Usually by <laughs> accident, yes. Um, so Mr. D did a, a very good Disney quiz for us last week.
4: And Interactively, those, thanks to your technical support, Nick. It, look, it was a team
1: effort, team effort, but yeah, I think Twitch is um, the way forward. I'm definitely looking to do some more stuff on Twitch in general. Mm-hmm. Um go do some more video content, so... Um, yeah, we'll, we'll put links to channels and get you to have a look at those and try and warn you when we're going to go live and stuff, but set your notifications, follow, all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, it went very well, and we are going to be doing it again, and we're going to do the quiz again on a different night. We did Friday this time for a change, yes. um, but we're going to do it Saturday or, or another night uh, for those people that Friday didn't suit. Because the, the problem when we do these quizzes, because we're out of the UK, is when, when we do them, because you know we've got we know we've got people from australia that have joined before Uh, we've got people from america that wants to join and it's trying to get that right balance of of when to set the the time to do it you know we did our quiz last week at at roughly half past nine uh, uk time started probably about quarter to ten um and and you know that in in the states is like quarter past six it's early doors yeah. still. People are having dinner, so you know we might we might go a bit later next time. I don't know, but uh, we'll let you know when there is another quiz coming up, and also there'll be one for Universal. So keep your eyes peeled for that over on yeah. that Universal podcast. But we're not here yeah. to talk about Universal. We're here to talk about Disney. And before we do that, it's only right that I ask what everybody's drinking. So, uh, Mister D, what are you drinking?
4: Okay, I'm back on the... Oh, have just woken the dog up. Oops, oh, sorry. Um, Back <laughs> on the Chivas and Lemonade, Whiskey and Lemonade. Mm. In my proper whiskey drinking glasses. All of these. Off.
1: Yeah. Craig, what are just... you drinking?
3: Well, I drank a lot of whiskey on Friday night. Uh... Yeah, what did you drink
1: that whiskey with?
3: Tango? No. No, you lied. You lied to everybody. Oh, it was Fanta, was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that famous drink, whiskey and Fanta. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Weirdo. Um,
3: so tonight I'm on cherry Pepsi Max. Oh, good
1: boy. Well, so am I because um, there is some beer in the fridge, but it was easy for me to reach the bottle of that. Well, it's
3: one pound fifty for two litres in the co. So you can't complain. You can't complain
1: at those low level prices. Other supermarkets, of course, are available. And for people that don't have a curry, like Sinead, you know, she doesn't get those deals. So Sinead, what are you drinking?
2: I have got a very thrilling sugar-free apple and black oh
1: Ooh, squash.
2: Fancy and fizzy. Wasn't wasn't in the mood for any fizzy but anything fizzy.
1: No, no, sometimes it's the case, isn't it? Um mm. I think the the thing that surprised me the most when I first went to America is they just don't do squash, do they? You don't
4: get squash No, They've the nearest you can get, I think, it's maybe Kool-Aid, something like that. Kool-aid, yeah. yeah do you yeah. do them little squirty things?
1: Yes. Yes, you can get the little squirty bottles now. But, you know, we would have like an aisle in a supermarket full of squash. And and for those that don't know, squash is uh I don't like. It's, it's kind of like um, undiluted fruit juice, isn't it? I suppose you you add water to to mm-hmm. um, to lessen the strength. Like yeah. I, I saw a video recently where they had um, two vloggers. It was like a food, a food vlog, and um, you know, one had uh, a, a day eating UK food in America, and one uh, you know, a, a, someone in the UK. Eating American food and they had like a whole oh, yeah. menu and stuff like that.
4: I and... watched a couple of those. Is what? it Food Insider? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I watched a few of those. They've done like Taco Bell and Five Guys and stuff yeah. like that. Well, yeah.
1: this one, this one was just a hodgepodge. It wasn't. It wasn't the menu from right a a restaurant. It was just you know what yeah. British people would eat or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as part, <laughs> so the the American person got a a meal deal. Mm-hmm. Like a Tesco meal deal or something, um, but also as like like the drink, it's uh, sent over a bottle of Ribena. Well, they yeah. didn't read the instructions on the bottle of Ribena, so they just oh, started no. swigging it out of the bottle, oh, and no. it's oh very very sickly. You're watching the well, yeah. like, just dying inside because you're you're waiting for him to pass out from a sugar coma. Um, oh god! And then later in the video, he's like, oh yeah, I've just I've just been. Uh, Form that I'm supposed to mix that with water, so I'll, I'll try it this way. Now. Should the
3: old trot that as
4: well.
1: <laughs> oh, god,
4: yeah. you'd be buzzing, wouldn't you? Almost Absolutely. with sugar free, Crikey.
1: No, I think it was, it looked like full fat, yeah, yeah. It was uh, messy stuff. <laughs> um, right, so uh, let's start. we I mean to go on and let's have a look at what's been going on in the parks. <laughs> The Dark Podcast is sponsored by hhnunofficial.com Who wants to go first?
4: Talk about the Jungle Cruise.
1: I think it's one of the bigger stories. So yeah, let's let's leave the Jungle Cruise.
4: Mhm. So the Jungle Cruise is getting a new story. Is uh, is what they said. Um, I think they tried to announce it in a way that would mean that the die-hard fans wouldn't go absolutely mental. So they've kind of said it's it's not. It's not a complete changing of the Jungle Cruise. It's, it's more changing certain scenes and the story that connects them and adding in some new characters. Um, so it's a kind of maybe bigger than a tweak, but it's not a completely kind of rip it up and start again. It's going to be the Jungle Cruise, but updated. And they talked about it being more diverse. So I think they're going to make some changes because they've got some things with like the natives and things like that. I, I suspect those scenes are going to change a bit. I'm not quite sure how.
2: Yeah, the uh, the concept art that they've shown, so the people that are like stuck up a tree getting stabbed by a rhino, is yeah. now a much more diverse uh, cast of characters, shall we say. Yeah.
4: Yeah, so uh, what do you guys think of this? Changes to the Jungle Cruise?
2: i i think the way they announced it was great so the Mm. the imagineer that's kind of rewritten it is a guy called kevin lively who has basically been in that every aspect or been involved in every aspect of the jungle cruise he was a skipper himself he then went to imagineering he worked on jingle cruise skipper canteen he went and um he was brought over to Tokyo to celebrate them having the Jungle Cruise for 25 years so he seems very entrenched in the Jungle Cruise and that whole kind of skipper life so I don't know if they purposely were putting him out there and kind of put that video out there to kind of feel like it's in good hands, don't mm-hmm. worry we're not messing it up but yeah. um, I think it sounds great
4: Yeah I mean, I, you know, I think it's a great ride and it would be, I'm glad that they're keeping the, the the core of it if you like But but certainly it would be great to have some new scenes and, you know, update some of the animatronics maybe and some of the jokes.
1: Well, I was going to say, you know, so I've never been on one of those boats, thankfully. But you do get people on certain attractions, and obviously the Haunted Mansion is another one, where they feel it's their divine right to just um, say the spiel. Mm because they've they know it off by heart um now look i'm not gonna i'm not gonna judge you no actually i will judge you you're sad right it's 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 sad like if if that's what you think is is makes a good entertainment to you know ruin everyone else's experience because you know you can show your knowledge is far superior to other people then you know i'm not on board with that um ironic since we're talking about the jungle cruise and not being on board but um, yeah, so for me, this is a chance to update the attraction, and also, you know, replace as you say, replace some of those scenes, um, do some new jokes, and you know, just 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 do things mm-hmm. a bit better. I suppose you know, it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, how long's Jungle Cruise been open? Has it been? Is it like a not a day? I don't was
3: it a day one attraction?
4: I think or, it was, wasn't it? I think yeah. it was, yeah. It's fired off yeah. daily
3: because obviously they
4: had it in Disneyland. I'll have it in Disneyland, yeah. And uh, I mean, it can't be that massive either. Well, the announcement I saw said that, that didn't give a direct timeline, but it talked about it being later this year, so it can't be a a huge change then if it can be done within the year.
1: Yeah, and I mean I, I, at first I thought you, because of the time of the announcement, I thought oh, maybe it's something to do with the, the film. Mm. But it doesn't appear to be anything to do with the film, does it?
4: No. No, they haven't they haven't specifically said that.
2: No. I don't know if they'd I don't know if they'd risk putting because obviously it took them a while from the time that the Pirates movie started coming out for them to start adding Jack Sparrow into mm. the rides. Uh, I suppose they're not quite sure what way the reaction will be to the Jungle Cruise movie because obviously nobody's seen it yet. So I don't know if they'd kind of jump ahead of themselves and add in stuff from that because it could end up being like the Haunted Mansion movie. You would imagine it wouldn't be because you would hope that they'd have learned from that, but still.
1: Well, I mean, all the all the... Films other than that one, where they've tried to do it based on attractions, have been been fairly good. And obviously, you know, Pirates is is a prime example of. Yeah, okay, it may not have always been great, but you know, it started off particularly strong and has earned them a lot of money. Um, they are, you know, this is this is being planned as a franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, although no sequels have obviously been announced yet, they you know Ooh. they have been quite open in in hoping that this will. Oh, do I exercise. do a Jingle
3: Cruise movie then, mightn't Me,
1: very possible.
2: God, Kate would lose her goddamn life about that.
1: <laughs> I can see that being more like a, a holiday special though on Disney Plus plus than anything else. But, um, but yeah. So I mean, you know, I I think it would be. Really early to jump the gun and assume that it's going to be a big hit, and that's what they would need to do. I, I could, I, I, think it would happen if, if it does take off. I, I can see them doing the ride over, and adding bits in from the film, but it won't be now. It won't be now. So, yeah, but I, I you know, I'm. It's good to see an update. I think. Yeah, I'm happy to see yeah, what definitely. they do with it. So.
4: Yeah, definitely. It's always it is interesting that they're doing it this year. You know, being the fiftieth and stuff like that. Does that mean that they're going to actually be able to do this and keep the ride open, or are they going to take the ride down?
1: Well, I that's, guess uh, that's yeah. it. We'll have to wait and see, won't we?
4: Yeah,
1: I don't think we can we can guess on that one. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, certainly, certainly interesting. I, I know some people don't like it. I quite like the Jungle Cruise, but you know, having the same jokes and the same scenes for forty years. Ooh. well, coming up to 50 years, um, does get a bit tiresome. So I've got no problem with some small changes.
4: Mm-hmm. Same here. Yeah. yeah good.
1: Um, anything else on the Jungle Cruise or do you want to move on?
4: I uh, know. I'm on the Jungle Cruise, I think. <clears throat> Let's um, have a look at the backseat of the news. But oh. oh.
1: <laughs> um tsh Oh. Sinead, was there anything you wanted to uh, to bring up?
2: um we've had a couple details come out for the epcot international flower and garden festival so it's Mm -hmm. kicking off on march 3rd it's gonna run through july 5th so there'll be the usual topiaries with disney characters various different gardens to explore it'll be interesting to see how they do that with social distancing because a lot of times when you see blogs and stuff it's a lot of people like packed into where they have the butterflies and stuff so That'll be interesting. Um, outdoor kitchens, entertainment, kind of around World Showcase. Healthful Trail presented by Avant Health, which the tagline for this is a bit bizarre. Looking for inspiration, creativity, and some youthful energy. It's like, okay, let's calm down. Mm-hmm. Um, some family fun with scavenger hunts. And then just, they've put it as festival me- memories, but basically you're going to be able to buy merch as well. Yeah. Know. Um, yeah. I haven't seen any of the menus yeah i like having a look at the menus and seeing how diverse they are but they've definitely been getting better in the last few years including more plant-based options um mm-hmm. yeah that's really earth yeah so
4: it's like a it's like a little mini food and wine really isn't it? Mm-hmm. i like Fleur and garden we went 2016 i think we went in may and i tell you what it's a it's a good time to go um if you avoid memorial day weekend um, May is actually a nice time to go. Weather's good and crowds weren't that bad, really. What October used to be like, but October's gone crazy now with all the Halloween stuff. And it's good to see some of the live entertainments coming back. The Jammeters are coming back. They're going to be performing on the stage in the Canada Pavilion. Um, the Mariachi Cobra, Cobra, is it? I think
0: so, Band And yeah.
4: it's coming back, Voice of Liberty... So it's good to see some of that stuff coming back again. Some of the live entertainment.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's something that I would quite like to go to. Um, you know, I think it makes a hard time to go for some people because obviously it's normally during school term, isn't Yeah. not So, yeah. Um, but you know, who doesn't love like flowers and gardens?
4: Mm-hmm. Flying well, for you... the weekend, Nick. Eh? Well, and you've got and you've <laughs> got really. Many, well, I say many, but it's a pretty decent representation of food and wine as well, you know. Yeah, so you get a bit of everything, really. It's good, part looks beautiful. Is this the longest one you've ever
3: done, or is this just normal length? It does, I think,
4: that this is earlier, I think, than normal, isn't
3: it? I think it's earlier and going into July as well. That's a good old slog, isn't it?
4: Yeah. Yeah, some of those booths now are just
3: pretty much year-round fixtures, aren't they? Yeah. They just I'd love here. to go. Like, I'd, love to... I'd end up throwing off around the world.
1: I'm surprised they don't actually just make them permanent, because mm. even if you say there's down downtime on them, it's not going to be much, is it?
2: No. No, because like at the minute there is what festival of the arts is running. Yeah. Mm. And then there will probably only be a couple weeks, if even a month, between flower and garden and food and wine, because that usually yeah. Um, it's so
1: it's sometime... in August. Yeah, it's yeah. been starting earlier, hasn't it? So
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, but mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like rather than just have just temporary things, just make them permanent. I and mean, you have to worry about them?
3: Be named the park, the Epcot Festival Park or something. <laughs> just have festivals. I
0: just mean, go I think from one.
3: It literally what
1: they do, mm. just own it. Mm. Cool. Well, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll talk more details, especially food options, when they become available. Right. Um. So, Disneyland's opening on the 22nd of May. Everybody. It is. Well. Is it? Well, no, but uh... that's that's the <laughs> that's the day that California's Great America is opening up, um, mm-hmm. which is the first California theme park to announce a reopening date. Hmm. Okay. So, Although
4: I think Disneyland is going to let you eat there again, aren't they? I yeah. So you can so. eat in some of the outdoor restaurants. Yeah.
1: That's correct. I think that's next week, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's coming up. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's the f- first theme park to officially schedule a reopening date um so Disneyland, Universal, Knott's Berry haven't as yet done so um but it's interesting that they're throwing their hat in there first because Mm -hmm. either they know something you know others don't or they have just jumped the gun to be the first I don't know but
2: I I think I remember seeing before that the way that the governor has laid out the plan is that regardless of when things can start reopening it's all to do with the capacity of the park and how big park is so i think he's long said Whilst some of the smaller theme parks are in california might be able to reopen disneyland will probably be the last Mm. to be able to reopen regardless so i think they're just kind of having to to take much to their dismay.
1: it's uh 112 acres california's great america i'm i don't know does anyone know the size of uh disneyland
4: Yeah. yeah, well, I think I think I think the acreage is one thing. I think I think 85. footfall is something else, isn't it?
1: Yeah. yeah. So what was it was that? Sinead
2: it's eighty-five acres. Eighty-five. Well, that's Disneyland Park.
1: Yeah. Okay. So yeah. then I've got California Adventure yeah. on top of that. So. I'd say
2: it's probably also like Disneyland. Is it like I've never heard of this place?
1: <laughs> it's it's, so. it's San Francisco Bay. Yeah.
2: Like Disneyland's obviously a bit more of a tourist hotspot, Hmm. so
1: Eh, ish, ish, yeah. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say it, it is, because because of where it is, you know. Um, yeah, but but yeah. So I mean, it'll be interesting to see if anyone else announces a date. Soon obviously, Disney are absolutely gagging to to reopen people are desperate to hear uh mm. what's going on um so you know maybe we'll hear something sooner rather than later, even if and you know the thing is, even if Disneyland turn around and say we're aiming to open you know the uh tenth of July or something mm-hmm. do you know what I mean at least at least it looks like they're starting to try and line their ducks up down there, so
3: COVID in America does seem to be slowing down. It's strangely, listening to the podcast I listen to, they're, they're implying a, a third of the country has basically had COVID, uh, 100 million people, and yeah. they're, they're getting close to um, herd immunity. It's taking a little it's longer for it to spread, and it's, it's actually starting to slow down.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, no one knows any of this for sure. And I mean that, even where we are, right? Because people weren't tested at the beginning of this, and they're only tested if they're showing symptoms.
3: We know there's asymptomatic yeah, so people. They take the figures that they've actually got the facts, and the times it by four. That's how they're coming to that data.
1: Yeah, no, and like, but but what? That's it's it's still a guess. It's an assumption.
3: Yeah, but that's scientists' guess, and it's not Facebook. Please he's goes right.
4: Biden's president now. Uh, it's all getting better.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> people aren't getting as sick. That's um, it. But no, I mean the thing is like that that's that's why we're guessing at how many people have had it in the UK. I've had it. I didn't get a test for it because there wasn't a test available when there was. I had antibodies when they took plasma out of my arm. So but but that didn't get registered anywhere. Because a test wasn't done. So that's five of us that were taken out of the equation that have never been counted in any official figures. See what I mean? Like, there's just no way. There's no way to do it. You can you can make a scientific guess, but who knows? So anyway, uh, what that was leading to was uh, the Legacy Passholder Programme.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Has anyone been paying attention to this?
4: Oh, yeah. yeah. No. So they're making noises, aren't they? They haven't said what's what it's going to be. They've actually invited feedback from current members, which, hey, that's the right thing to do politically. But
1: well, they've 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 revealed some benefits, mm-hmm. right? So, um, hmm. the first one is a one photo spot.
4: Well, that's what everybody's been asking for.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thank you for thank you for cancelling my my annual pass. I can have my photo taken.
3: So you've, you've got to go to Disneyland to get a time slot to go and stand.
1: It will be inside the castle. Oh,
3: can't be bothered.
1: Um, obviously, there is no date for when this will be available. Um, but or if it's indoors or outdoors. You would you would think it would be the living room one of the living room sets but but who knows um so another one is uh the soon to open Star Wars trading post um you can get um and it, you can get uh, exclusive access to a preview event of the Star Wars trading post oh, are these are these making you feel <laughs> that it's, it's a
3: worthwhile... Uh... No? Oh. There's 30% discount, isn't there, if you go for the shops and all that, for the Disney shops. They're giving 30% discount. but you've got to be able to go there. They're not giving it online, so you can't put right. a code in or something. Yeah. So, again, what's the point? Who yeah. cares?
2: Stop I mean, pandering
3: this... to them. Just cancel it and say, be done with it. We'll sort it out later. Do one. Yeah. Um, it it seems like very small,
1: uh, small benefits.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I think what they're going to do is they're going to ask, they're going to ask everybody what they think, but they already know what they what they wanted to. Yeah. And then the only it only takes one person to get the right answer, and they'll say, "Well, you asked for this. <laughs> you know what I mean, this is what you're getting, and you, and, you, and it was what you wanted. You asked for it, you know." Joe Joe Pisquali from Indiana, Montana said, uh, we'd like this. So there you go, I've given it to you.
2: I know I saw on a video that I was watching that they have sent out like a survey to their pass holders to kind of mm-hmm. get engaged um yeah. on things and what they would expect from the new kind of system, whenever that might come into effect. So yeah. I guess they're kind of trying to figure things out.
4: Yeah. I think they know the answer. Mm-hmm. Already got it there, ready to go, haven't he? Well,
3: so. Probably, they'll the have principles.
4: That... They'll have they'll have principles about what they want to do. They haven't just they haven't just said right. We'll stop that one and we'll we'll look for feedback and then we'll develop a new one from scratch. They they know where they want to go with it. There yeah. might be tweaks based on feedback, but
2: yeah, too. Two... I was going to say, I'd say it's been in the works for years, but COVID's just kind of. Yeah, we're
3: two years away from being anywhere close to being normal, and that's all. That's a moving end game as well. It's it's constantly changing. Yes. So just get on with it. Stop moaning.
1: It's just I I just feel that, you know, those benefits, I, I they're they're like the lowest hanging fruit they could offer, is An exclusive photo op, and a preview to a shop that's going to open in a few weeks anyway. Yeah. It just seems just seems bizarre. I mean you know All I the vloggers
3: know... are dusting off their cameras, <laughs> charging their batteries.
1: Blast. Um I mean I know that we've got um I, I know one person in the UK that fellow uh After Dark podcast host Michelle uh she's a Disneyland pass holder. So these perks, these legacy perks are of no yeah, Not pointless. necessarily no interest to her, but they, they're they actually not. I don't think she's particularly bothered by Marvel or Star Wars. But, um, yeah, I mean, she she couldn't even use them if they would. And I, I, look, I, I get it because it is considered a local park. So I are expecting most of the parcels to be local people. I, I even, get if that, she, but... even if
3: she could get the 30% discount online, she'd get battered for friggin' import tax, wouldn't she? Oh my god, yeah. Well, she, knows, <laughs> she probably knows that better than us, but... Do
2: you know what? It's actually not that bad. Oh, it depends, doesn't it's it? not as bad as I thought it would be.
1: Yeah, you, you can you can strike lucky. I mean, I remember years and years <sighs> ago, I bought uh, an Ola's, Ola Wins- oh, What What's that? What's the miniature what man that? called? Ola Winski? Mini-
3: <laughs> the miniature man.
1: Yeah, the, the, the company that makes all the miniatures. Oh. Ola, Ola Winski, or whatever. I can't remember. Oh, minute. yeah.
4: Um, and yeah, they was did, so.
1: yeah, they they did, um, you know, most of the stuff is quite small, but they did a quite large uh, Cinderella Castle, um, you know, Magic Kingdom. Ooh. And it was, it was about, I want to say it was about $300 or something. And we got it on a promotion when it was, uh, we, we got quite a, a big sum off of it. So it might have come down to like $200 or something. So we ordered it, but we had it sent to my sister-in-law, my future sister-in-law, because she was still there at the time. So we got it sent to New York. And then when she moved over, she brought it with her in her luggage because we knew the, you know, I mean, number one, the shipping would have been ridiculous because it was a huge box, but also because of the cost, the import tax would have been huge as well. So it's probably illegal. I didn't realize that at the time uh but uh yeah it, you i've, I've been stung a few times but but sometimes like it was still cheaper for me with the import tax to buy from shop well what was disney store us at the time yeah. like final nations uh like if i bought a tray of oh, do you remember nations oh i've still got a load mm. of them um mm-hmm. but you know i could buy a tray and it would even with the import tax and delivery, would still be cheaper than buying it in the UK. Not by much, but some of those sets never came out in the UK, so that's the reason for doing it. So, yeah. But then I've not ordered anything since we left the EU, so God knows what will happen now. I don't know. Um... Craig, did you have any news?
3: Well, I've got a secret, and the secret is out. Guess what is reopening on the 7th of March 2021?
1: I know. Your
3: wallet? Sinead knows. Lizard Beach Water Mm Park.
1: (laughs) 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 The COVID hotspot?
3: Yes. So, it's reopening. You've got to wear a face mask when you're not in the water. Um, so you're going to just be semi-naked as you are in the water parks hot, sweaty face mask in the water, out the water uh, just do one there's going to be face masks floating
2: their description of it is so confusing because it says you don't have to wear a face mask if you're sat at a table eating at one of the designated dining areas completely fair Mm -hmm. or if you're swimming but I'm like if you're going down like a water slide,
0: no, are you, you expected
2: to queue up in the water slide surrounded by everybody just not wearing a mask? Yeah. If so, what's the point in wearing them in general? Because if people think, are just going to be out and about not wearing them on the way to a ride, like, yeah, what think, do you have to th- do with it?
4: I think so, because I think they said, well, the, the, the article I read said no masks on a ride. Now, whether it's like water shoes, where you, you can wear water shoes on the queue but when you get up to the top you have to take them off and hold them on the way down whether it's like that, yeah. I don't but know then,
2: but then you come down your, the water slide and you end up in the like plunge pill thing and then your mouth <sighs> just gets submerged in pissy water mm-hmm. and you're just inhaling like, that then for the rest of the day
3: and then oh, gets cool. sucked into the filter cool, and then don't. I mean in um, Volcano Bay that roller uh, roller coaster water slide thing Mm -hmm. the amount of times that was shut down because people were dropping stuff their glasses would fall off or their phone that they're not supposed to have on there and you'd see the workmen walking along the water chute to get the stuff back Mm -hmm. off the chute so there's just going to be face masks everywhere but they're no good if you get a face mask wet it's no good exactly it's just a contradiction it's just lip service
2: Unless they give you one of those little baggies that they give you on, is it Splash Mountain? They give you the little Ziploc bags for your phone and stuff. Unless they plan to do that, but I don't know how. If, I don't know how that would work, really. Yes. So you've
3: got to have oh, a, pl- I- a paper straw to save the turtles, and then they're just giving out all these billions of plastic yeah. bags. For your- <laughs> I-, I think it's. I- I think it's from,
4: what, from what I saw, my my interpretation of what I heard was the queue will be socially distanced and you don't need to wear a mask on the ride because you're out of doors. And for all these reasons that you've just said, it's just impractical. So I think you're distanced in the queue more than you would be normally because normally you're like right up against but you're going to have
3: some Karen who's going to go to there, to the Blizzard Mm -hmm. Beach water park with no mask on for 80% of the day because she'll just be in queues permanently and then when she goes to the Magic Kingdom she's getting tasered because she has Mm -hmm. to wear a mask while she's outside but she'll be screaming blue murder I didn't have to do it in the queue to go on the shoot she's going to be murder well there won't because I I don't care I'm not interested but because I'm not going it's it's sixty nine dollars plus taxpayer adults. And this mm-hmm. does me head in. A three to nine year old is sixty three dollars plus tax. America mm-hmm. does me head in with them ticket prices, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and that that's valid right until the, the end of the year anyway. So Yeah, you you wouldn't you
4: wouldn't pay those sort of prices, you'd be mad to pay those sort of prices. I mean we only go because it's included in our passes. I mean, you know. And they're good. I, I like the water parks. I like Lipizzan Beach and Typhoon Lagoon. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay those sort of prices to go there. But if it's included, it's quite good to go there. Particularly if you've had a late night the night before, maybe you've been at extra magic hours or whatever. Get up a bit later the next morning, go to the water park for half a day, and then go back to your room and go out in the evening. It, it's great. It's a great addition to the holiday if you're staying on site. But if I wasn't staying on site, I'm not sure I'd bother, and I definitely wouldn't be paying sixty dollars for one day in the water park.
3: Yeah, you know, we-, we do we do cabanas, don't we, when we go to water parks? Because mingling with other people is just manky. <laughs> When you go to get changed and you go into the the changing rooms where the toilets are, and people have got the peckers out peeing onto the into the urinal, but then all the floor around it is wet because people are wet, and then you're coming out the showers and it's just piss floor, and there's hair, there's human hair everywhere. You're walking in the human hair. You're trying to get changed and get dressed to go into. Is it the carpet? No, it's manky. The, the 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 horrible, the changing rooms and all the water parks are manky. I eat it, my skin no. crawls. Yeah, no. I've, I've I, done, I, it. No. done it. I've mean, done it time they, and time they, again, the manky.
4: They, they keep them pretty clean. They keep them pretty clean. However, I would say, you know, we water shoes. That's what we do. We've got those little water shoes. They're great. And when you go up slides, you either don't wear them for that particular thing or you can take them off at the top and just hold them as you come down. But yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't walk around bare feet, but um but they did a pretty good job of keeping them clean. However, it is nice for us that all these other people go in the cabanas because then we think, well, they're they're the ones that are pissing on the floor. So thank God they're in the cabanas today. Oh we because just, it's quite it's quite nice in the toilets
3: those days. We just piss in the cabanas. Yeah.
1: And that's why I don't ever go for a cabana. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Dirty boy
4: you only like if a chocolate bar.
1: Um, did you know that this is the 30th anniversary of the DVC?
4: Yes. So in the news.
2: I actually, I was having a <laughs> scroll Six. on a shop Disney there and you can actually get a, a lovely um, DVC necklace with diamonds around it if you really want to show off that you're a DVC member. You can also get cufflinks as well if you're so inclined.
1: Well, Mr. Ripley, I'm sure he's already uh, trying to find uh, where to buy them from.
3: Yeah. Um, we, uh, we've we got on Morlando, if we've already recorded it, Kevin Curtis-Allen is on talking about DVC. And I come off that record and went straight on the DVC website and started pricing up buying DVC. Why?
4: I, um, I did a huge amount of research on it about two months ago. Not just about buying it but about buying second hand and renting points. And it's it's really complex, but yeah. there's a there's a couple of good episodes in that we should yeah.
2: seriously think about. We, we had uh, Dougie on a good few weeks yeah. talking about DVC and we didn't include it in the episode because obviously his own financial information is his own financial information. But he shared it with me and Kate and Kate actually did it up. And yeah. once you've kind of paid your initial like 10 years... Because I think he has the Polynesian as a sound resort, but like he's basically getting two weeks in poly for next to nothing, then for like the rest of his life.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's the Jews, isn't it? You just you just yeah. got to pay the Jews. But I mean, it was it was after listening to that episode that I that I got interested in it again because I priced it up seriously, priced it up about three times since we've been yeah. going to Disney World, and I wish I'd done it originally because. Uh, and I don't remember exactly what it is, what it was back then. But we looked at the animal kingdom when it was for sale, and if you look at the points that resell now, we could have reselled them for about double what it would have cost us back then. So we'd actually have had all those holidays and made money reselling it. Yeah. But it is a minefield. There is a lot. There's a lot to it. I mean, I I got seriously. I got analy into the detail of it. Plus, plus they've changed it now with Riviera. There's a big change there, All right? So anybody buying Riviera or beyond has got com. Well, if they res if they buy a resale, has got completely different, a completely different contract, different rates.
1: And and that's when I said what I did about why that that's kind of what I meant. It's not that hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, DVC works for people, but from everything i've i've heard people talking about it of recent years it's not the deal that it
3: once was we when we went in 2017 we sat there what, a, what an absolutely wonderful morning right no hard sell all the pastries and breakfast you can eat um to give you Did all the time out with you or <laughs> we had mm. we took carrier bags <laughs> um the, the, the lady who had us in our little room was lovely, and we were offered the Polynesian, and we could have had the Polynesian in 2017. 100 points, I think it was, is the minimum.
0: yeah
3: He's 125 now. Right, so it was 100 yeah. points, and it was $17,000. And we said to her, look, there was two families in that group, so she would have been getting double bubble. And she said, look, you, you're coming back in 2019, you're doing a big family holiday, you're spending... I mean, we spent, what, well, on the holiday about 17 grand, I think, in the end. She said, that money, you you buy this DVC now, right, and I will guarantee you all get rooms wherever you want in 2019. And we just didn't do it. And I, I went on there the other day, and I, I only quickly went on it for like half an hour. And I said, I want to go for two weeks every year, which we don't do. We do two weeks every Two years, three years, but he wanted to sell us three hundred points, and it was something like fifty-eight thousand yeah, <laughs> dollars. But, like... but what you what you do
4: is you, you you buy the number of points you need to get a holiday every every two years. Yeah, exactly. The only the only, the only point is you've got to pay your dues every year. Yeah. Um. Sorry, when I said one hundred twenty-five points, I think it's a hundred. I think you can buy a hundred, but I think it's a hundred and twenty-five points now to get all the perks perks that go with it it used to be if you had any points including resale points you could get the perks but they've been chipping away at that to try and make sure that you only buy from disney
2: but i know so once you've hit that like threshold of being have having enough points to get all the perks in your discounts and all that kind of stuff i think then if you get additional points to maybe be able to go every year, if you wanted to, you can get them from resale for much much cheaper.
4: You can, but there are some rules about about combining points from one resort with points from another resort. It is there's quite a lot to it, really. We should we should do a proper show on it because yeah, there's a lot of people out there that you know there's kind of three parts to it. There's buying from Disney. There's actually buying resale from Disney. A lot of people don't know that that you can mm, actually yeah. buy resale from Disney.
3: Then so there's they buy a resale. lot of they. They re-buy yeah. a lot of their own DVC back. Yeah, well, they get a first option on everything. Less, so, yeah, first
1: refusal, don't they, when someone right. wants to resell.
4: Yeah, And they do buy some of them back. Uh, so there's, there's buying from Disney and resale from Disney. There's buying resale from the, the, a third party, if you like. Um, and then there's renting points. So there's kind of three different parts to
2: it. I suppose the handy thing, because I, I was chatting to Dougie recently, and obviously because he's based in Scotland and hasn't been able to get over, he was able to sell... A good few of his poly points, um, yeah. because obviously people within America can do it, so he was able to kind of not lose out on all of his points and still kind of make a bit of cash from it at the same time. Yeah. I mean, making cash for it, he's paying for them, anyways, you know what I mean? But he was yeah. able to kind of like make back some of the cost and not necessarily waste them, sure.
1: Yeah, it goes, to, you know, you can put that towards your dues or, or whatever, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, March, Mr. Day, should,
4: should
1: we do an episode in March?
4: Yeah, yeah, can do it, yeah. Yeah, can be ready March for that. March madness. March. Yep, sure. Back to the thirtieth um, anniversary, though. There's a couple of things um, significant about that, aren't there?
1: Have you got to well,
4: say anything else about it?
1: Yeah, the one, the one that I I picked up on was the fact that the the DVC, sorry, give it its full title, the Disney Vacation Club Member Lounge, mm-hmm. overlooking Epcot in the parks, Imagination Pavilion, yep. is to remain open through 2021. That's right. Yep. Uh, available oh, well, noon till seven daily, starting the first, first of Jan. Oh no, sorry. Open well, noon till seven six, daily, yeah. starting first, first of Jan. The hours adjust to eleven till six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it offers a convenient and comfortable place to recharge while visiting the theme park with casual seating. Is there any other type of seating? <laughs> Is there Seat- like formal a nails seating? Yeah.
4: There's formal seating.
1: Yeah. Glass <laughs> uh, come- sir. <laughs> Complimentary mm. beverages, device charging stations, Wi Fi, computer stations, a printer. Ooh. Because Ooh. they've still got some nineteen ninety six mm. technology and mounted top I'm
3: surprised
1: they haven't got a bunch of the fax
3: machine. <laughs> yeah. You sa- you can sign out of the yeah. You've got to get it back before closing.
1: So it's a little bit you know, it's it's like um a a less exclusive and obviously much cheaper uh Club yeah. thirty three without yeah. the fancy food. That's right. And there's also a scavenger hunt. Is that what you're going to talk about, me today?
4: Yeah, scavenger hunt. Yeah, selfie scavenger hunt mm-hmm. for DVC members. And then I think there's going to be some merch as well. 30th anniversary merch. Yeah. Which will probably be only for DVC members. Because if you, if you go into some of the shops in some of the resorts, they've got DVC merch there, but... I don't know if it's all DVC exclusive, so you have to show your membership card. I think, I think it is, because we wanted to buy a pen when we stayed at West, and we couldn't because it was a DVC only one.
3: Mm. So, if your name's Karen, take your mask yeah. off, threaten to cough, and they'll just give it you anyway. Other women's oh, names Art. are of course available. Yeah. Have you seen um, Celebrate Soulful? What? Celebrate soulfully in February at Walt Disney World. Mm. Tell me more.
1: I saw a little little bit
3: about this, but go on. So basically uh, they've unveiled several new experiences inviting you to celebrate soulfully with us here at the most magical place on earth, coinciding with and extending beyond February's Black History Month. These offerings honor Black Heritage, Culture, Uh, through food music art and more so oh go on
2: there's there's a whole like they've had a whole kind of thing on shop disney where you can get a ton of t-shirts that have been designed by black artists that reflect the movie soul as well so they're all up on shop disney us because shop disney in europe wouldn't get anything quite so fun um but there is a whole kind of merch line to go along with it on shop disney us which is brilliant
3: So there's um, there's some jazz at at the American Adventure. It's starting today as we record this at Epcot. Um, What else? I think some uh, of
4: the restaurants at Disney Springs
3: are done like themed menu items and things like that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The uh, inspired by Princess and the Frog as well. Mm -hmm. Some. uh, some treats, movies under the stars at the hotels, Princess of the Frog, and yeah. basically Princess and the Frog.
4: Yeah, we need to watch yeah. that again. I've only seen that once. And if they're
3: celebrating Hurricane. black
1: culture through yeah. Disney. You've got Soul and you've got the Princess and the Frog yeah. waiting. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Boom. <laughs> it's a cracking film, Princess yeah. and the Frog. Yeah, I've got good memories of Princess that. and
1: the Frog? Is, like... is
3: that the modern day update where she just live streams? <laughs> yeah take selfies on Instagram
1: nice I've seen um, I've seen The Princess and the Frog a fair few I I think I've only sat through it a few times but I've um, I've seen lots of it multiple times where people have been watching it and um, yeah I mean you miss you forget how good the traditional animation is when you go back and watch something like that it's a beautiful film
3: you just missed the the boat don't you on certain things like Where's the restaurant and the meet and greet combined?
2: I was actually only talking about this during over the weekend. So you know that bit in Frontierland over beside Splash Mountain where you can meet Woody and Jesse. Imagine they yeah. changed that to where you could meet uh Tiana, Naveen, maybe Louie, and they had like a little like stand where you could get beignets back in that like little area besides Splash Mountain to mm-hmm. kind of tie in the new theming. we did yeah. talk about
1: New Orleans Square, didn't we, before? Yeah. Well they just don't completely revamp that.
3: Didn't they do something on the boat? With yeah, Princess in sure the did, Didn't yeah. they have a band on it and the characters were on it and there was a, like a buffy or something? Yeah, something like that. I remember yeah, I remember
4: after the movie they did they did a few things, but they weren't they weren't like permanent things. It wasn't like a permanent attraction or it, it was all that kind of stuff where it was a like a limited time event. Yeah. Shame. It's a good movie.
0: Mm.
1: Mm. That is. I mean I know obviously we're getting the attraction now 12 years later but yeah, yeah it's it's weird how uh underrepresented I think that is in the parks, especially because it, it did seem to be quite popular I know financially you know one of the one of the reasons they they stopped doing traditional animation was because it wasn't bringing in sufficient numbers I think, I think cost, Disney,
4: but... yeah, I think Disney need to look at these things a little bit differently. So, all yeah. right, if the movie absolutely bombs, then then fine, you know, it's dead. Then, but if the movie does well and is popular, even if it isn't like an absolute,
3: you know, record like tr- breaker. For example, Tron, yeah, um, that billion-dollar uh, yeah. industry. Uh, Thirty years later, they're building a coaster. Well, I know,
4: I know but if it if it fits the theme of the park or fits the theme of an area or if it lends itself to a really good attraction then then why not because if you look at some of the classic attractions well look at look at Splash Mountain it's a hugely popular attraction it's based on a movie that most people haven't seen right so it, it doesn't have to link to a blockbuster movie really if it's a good if it's a good attraction look, you at,
1: know? look at Alice in Wonderland yeah, Alice in Wonderland was, you know, quite a flop for Disney. Like, it really mm-hmm. wasn't that popular. It, yeah. It's become popular over time. But when that film first came out, you know, it didn't have good reviews. It didn't do very well at the box yeah. office. And and that was, like, you know, a very early dark ride for them. So, yeah. you know, it, it doesn't have to be this, this huge success. And also, no. as well, like, Disney's excuse of, oh, well, how much... You know, hand-drawn animation costs to computer-animated. If you look at the bu- if you look at the budgets of these films, right? Especially now that I mean, F- Frozen two cost more than Princess and the Frog did. Do you know what I mean? You know, th- this stuff hasn't become cheaper over time like you thought it might do. It's actually, if anything, got more expensive. So I don't buy it. And when you look at the films that weren't successful for Disney, that were you know, hand-drawn animation, well. You got crap like home on the range, like you can't blame the animation style if the film looks awful and i and I mean from a story point of view, I mean home on the range actually looks like a very well drawn animated film, but I just find the characters and the setting and the storyline bloody awful in the songs um you know it's 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 a weird it's a weird uh it's a weird flex I think. Yeah. But uh, but there you go.
4: Yeah, so there you go, Disney. Take note. Yeah. You know, if it's a good film
3: and it fits your theme in and it makes a good ride, do it.
1: People love to talk. meet
3: and people love to meet characters. I, I I don't know how you can lose. No, no, no. no. And if
4: it's a good attraction, it it'll, it'll be popular, right? Whether it whether the movie was just good or whether the movie's great, you know, financially, it, if it's a good attraction. Word of mouth will spread, and it will be a popular attraction.
1: Uh, just wanted to quickly touch upon um, the latest development at the Mexico Pavilion. Mm-hmm. Um, at the Grand, Is the Fiesta wall come tour. down. No, no, yeah, a matter of time. Um, yeah, the Grand Fiesta Tour. Um, they've decided that they they wanted to upgrade the ride, so um, they've replaced the three Cali- Caliberos with uh, cable cutouts. <laughs>
2: Ice.
3: It's absolutely atrocious. Yeah. Oh dear, Disney.
1: Have I have I told you about uh, a friend of mine that went to Disney on Ice, and they took their niece because they, you know, they they were too old to go, but you know, taking a niece justified them being able to go, in her eyes. And uh, when it got to like the interval, there was a sign that said, uh, "Have your picture taken with a Disney princess." And it's fifteen quid. So her niece says, oh, I want to have a photo taken with a princess. So she went, oh, okay. You know, it's a treat for you, so we'll, we'll do it. So they queued up, queued up, and got to the front. It was a cardboard cutout.
0: Oh, my ah. God.
1: Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> it, it may have been a tenner. Either way, you had to pay to have a picture taken with a cardboard cutout. Absolutely amazing scenes. Um, oh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming this is temporary. Um, there have been some problems with those animatronics over the years um, that we discussed, but it's it's weird, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Very So true. Donald Donald went missing towards the beginning of the year, and uh, his two partners have followed suit. So now they're just Ooh. replaced with cardboard cutouts.
3: Weren't they new animatronics as well? Uh, from when? sure they been did.
4: updated recently. Yeah, they did update. They did update it a bit. It was quite a few years ago now, but not like you know, less than ten years ago. But it was a pretty minor upgrade, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think. I th- I think. I mean, I I, I say replace it with Coco. I'm honest.
2: I know, I love the three caballeros. I
1: know, I know you do. I know people do, but let's. Well, when it closes,
3: we'll get you the cardboard (laughs) (laughs)
1: cutouts. Oh, but come on, like, Coco deserves something there, I think.
2: Oh, no, absolutely. And like, Coco is my favorite Pixar movie. I think it is beautiful. Yeah. I would be a little bit devastated if three caballeros went away. Yeah. But such is life.
1: Um,. I don't think we talked about it last time, did we? The sources of the Magic Kingdom.
0: Oh yeah, why did, why
4: did we talk about uh, it? last episode? I think so. Well, we talked about it on on Friday during the quiz. I think, didn't we?
3: Is we, it, it going away? Is it? It's gone. Oh, it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. It was. The, I mean, we used to go in and get a pack of cards, and then we'd go to the first window, and then we just couldn't be bothered. It was just too much work. So what you'd do is you'd stand behind somebody and watch what they were doing.
1: I think some people, well, they were, they people. Some really, really liked it.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I watched um, a vlog the other day with Jim Hill and Len Tesla in. And Jim Hill picks it, like, different times before the world ended. Somebody's dropped the card on Main Street, and he picks it up. And it was an orange beard card. How rare is that? I don't know, it might be dead common, but it was an orange beard card.
1: No, well, there, there were, I I don't know enough about the cards, but there were some that were highly collectible. Some were only given out for certain events, like there was a prep and landing one, which I think you could only get at the Christmas party.
2: Yeah, they used to do Mickey's Not So Scary ones as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, actually, I'm just looking at some now. Yeah, it was one for the Haunted Mansion, one for Pirates of the Caribbean that were part, Seem to be giving away just at those
3: hard ticketed events. So it's yeah. strange why it's going away because the the upkeep cost of that must be really low.
1: Yeah, I I mean I wonder J-P- if they're gonna...
2: for there to be free phone in the
1: park. Well, yeah, I mean I I I just wonder if it's if it's something that's going to like go more towards smartphone. They they only work while you've got a battery. Charging stations, get a fuel rod. Uh, I mean, I'm with it... you, I'm with you. I think that the, the, the joy for something like this, and I mean, it started, they started, I think the year after I last went to Magic Kingdom.
3: There's no point in theme and if you're just looking at a mobile phone all day. Oh, That's why you you need magic bands to stay because you can go around the parks with a magic band with your credit card attached to it. You don't need a mobile phone. Hmm. To
2: be fair, I don't know if they'll like they could, but I don't think they'll be in a rush to completely get rid of magic bands because they're what, like thirty quid a pop, and everybody gets one? Yeah. At least yeah. Like, yeah. and they must cost them nothing to make.
4: And yeah. yeah. I think the basic dollars, dollars are cents. Just the coloured ones are about 15 maybe something like that a bit cheaper but then everybody wants the the Mm. sort of limited edition ones or the fancy ones so yeah they are about 30 dollars
1: i mean i almost bought a magic band when i was there Mm. last time (laughs) and i was i going to use it on i was only going to be in the park for half a day you were using it
3: to get on your fast pass for muppets (laughs) yeah the funny thing is uh, they're
4: actually starting to appear in other places a lot of the cruise ships have got them now for for the same things, you know, opening the door in your stateroom, uh, buying stuff, um, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. I know MSC have got them, and I think a couple of other cruise lines have,
3: have started rolling them out as well. It's a brilliant idea that they that they're not giving them away free. What they should do is while you're spending 10, 12 thousand pounds on a holiday. That you then have a catalogue where for an extra thirty, forty dollars, all the family can pick the, the Marvel, the Star Wars, the Classic, the Pixar, whatever magic. Instead of the just the basic colours that we had, they missed the trick with that, let's be honest. They could have made so much more money if they'd have been had their head switched on. Someone should have got fired.
2: No, but again, I think they take they cost pittance to make and now like they've I they've been around for what? like six, seven years now. And people least, are obsessed yeah. with them. And people collect okay. them. And it's a whole, like, thing now. So yeah. they've spent however very small amount that they'll have built into the cost of everything. And now they are a thing that people are like, you have to have a magic band. So now they can probably get rid of the plain ones and only have ones that cost $30 that people are going to buy anyways.
3: Yeah. I
4: think they're on about the thug generation. Because we, we, we had just... The standard coloured ones, we had like the first generation, the second generation, the third generation. They're all slightly different.
3: Well, yeah, the... We had them in 2014, Port Orleans, Riverside. Yeah. We had Magic Bands. I think it was 2013
1: or 2014. Because the... you could also use a Magic Band on Disney Infinity. Like, if you put the If you put a Magic Band on the base, it did something. Now, um, I, I had a Magic Band from someone who went... And I had Disney Infinity, but I never actually. Well, I, I got it for the sole purpose of doing it, and I hardly ever played Disney Infinity. Like, I. Mm. It was such a good idea for a game, but uh, mm. it, it was a little bit too basic for mm. me. And I thought I'd play it with my kids when they got older, and obviously that didn't last very long. Um, but uh, yeah, there was something. There was something it gave you. I don't know if it was like an extra effect or or something, but yeah, yeah it, it did yeah. something. But the the problem with magic bands now, you know, when, when Magic Band started, people didn't have watches, smart watches. Now mm. everyone's got a smartwatch or yeah. lots of people have smart watches. Now if you I'm talking you know, if you've got your like lucky standard kind of Fitbit, well you're not gonna be able to do that too much of that. But you know, people with Apple watches or um like the, the Samsung equivalents or, mm. you know, Hawaii Or um, well, even
4: even just phones, you know what I mean? I mean Back, yeah. I suppose back when they were developing, if they were launched in 2013, they were obviously developing them for years and years before that. Mm. And, you know, not just respect to the US, but I used to travel a lot to the US for work. And there was there was definitely... The US were definitely slower in adopting mobile phones than, than Europeans. So, you know, and although, they, although they've been around pin. for quite Chip a long pin, time... Chip and yeah, contactless. Yeah. yeah. So, so there was probably... You know, Disney probably just didn't see the writing on the wall. Really, that everybody was going to take their phone. You know, I mean, the phones were going to get smaller, we're going to get more powerful, social media, blah blah blah. So everybody takes a phone now, don't they? I yeah. mean, you just wouldn't go anywhere without your phone, pretty much, which is kind of sad but
3: true. The next thing they'll be turning off is the 5G. Is the Wi-Fi in the parks? Well,
4: they're,
1: they're just, just building
3: 5G towers, aren't they?
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. In Walt Disney World.
1: Yeah, and improving the 5G. So yeah. I, th- I think I think that might be a borrowed
4: time thing as well. Cool. Um, Nick, you're, you're driving this podcast. Just put it in reverse gear for a minute, will you? Back it up.
1: I will back it up for you. <laughs> beep, beep,
4: beep, beep, yep. beep. Right, okay. So here's the history of the Grand Fiesta Tour, starting the three caballeros, <laughs> okay? Originally, it was called El Rio del Tempo, or Tempio, and it was an opening day attraction, October 1st, 1982, But then it closed in 2007, and it reopened the same year as Grand Fiesta Tour, starring the three Caballeros. Um, And then, in 2015, the audio animatronics of Panchito, Jose, and Donald Duck were added. So 2015. And they were actually recycled animatronics from the Mickey Mouse Review attraction, which closed in 1980. There you go. Everything you to know. Right, stick it back in, in gear again. Let's go forward.
1: Well, on that though, that just goes to show that, yeah, they were new animatronics, but they were using parts that were over yeah 25 years old. Yeah, 30 years old. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not surprised they broke down. I was going to say, because I went on it in 2007. That was my first time there. So I didn't even yeah. realise it was a new attraction, because I wouldn't have yeah. done it. It was my first time. Um and, yeah, thinking back, there were figures of them. But yeah. I don't remember the moving. I wouldn't remember the moving because they weren't moving. Right. They weren't I mean, I
4: remember, them. well, vaguely remember El, El Rio del Tempo. And, it, and it, I don't think it was hugely different. I mean, they added they added the Three Caballeros, which I think was the first time they added characters to an Epcot attraction. Obviously, they've done it since with Frozen and now they've got Remy and stuff. But... Um, hmm but yeah i don't remember the original attraction being hugely different from from what it is right now
1: the start of the downfall mm. in some people's eyes um this is an interesting one cuz it crosses over two podcast genres um pop warner little scholars the nation's oldest and most prominent youth football organization um are leaving disney world oh mm-hmm. So, since 1997, Walt Disney World hosted the Pop Warner Little Scholars, which drew in nearly 10,000 Pop Warner student-athletes and their families every December. Um, they're now going to be going to Universal Orlando. Oh!
4: Don't cross the streams. Yeah.
1: So, I thought that was interesting. Because, I mean, they do a lot. You know, they, they obviously do a lot there. They have the, the cheerleading championships as well there, don't they? Uh yeah. at Disney. Yeah. Um, so this is this the first big one that I know of that's that's moved um, I wonder if more might follow or if there's going to be some competition now between the two uh, the two parts in, in the, attracting this business I don't know where they're going to be doing it at Universal Orlando though yeah. I can't think of where they would be
3: got a load of wasteland doing nothing. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they released a statement explaining the switch and they said we continue to have a great relationship with disney and I sure fans Except. will visit the parks that week while disney's played host to our pop warner super bowl and national cheer and dance championships for years our partnership regarding championship week came to pause with the covid 19 pandemic struck in 2020 mm-hmm. we're putting final touches on a new agreement with disney when suddenly tasked with hosting and creating a bubble for professional leagues like the MS, MLS and NBA at their ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex. With so much uncertainty, it was difficult for Disney to commit to the future. And because our first priority is our Pop Warner members, we decided to start searching for a new location yeah. to ensure our teams had a first-class
4: championship home. Endless summer resort? Does it say where? Well, I'm, just trying,
1: I'm looking at a universal Orlando press release. Um it doesn't uh, it doesn't say
3: what are the American football or soccer?
1: No, it it's it, it's it's athletes. so there, there is some American football, there's also some cheerleading. Oh, uh, okay. Um it looks. It looks like Luke. They'll be. They'll be doing it at the. Oh, Camping World Stadium. So, ah. Camping World Stadium used to be the Citrus Bowl. I want to say. Which is that not down the other end of iDrive? No, sorry, I'm going to go, I'm gonna have to go and look this up, aren't
3: I? tap tap tap. Yeah.
1: I know I know it 'cause of course I'm, I'm a wrestling fan, so I know I know the I know the venue. WrestleMania was there one
2: year, wasn't
1: it? Yeah. Well it's been there it's been there a few times but mm-hmm. um the the most hilarious thing was it was always referred to the citrus bowl and even when it was called the Camping World Stadium, um, and they ha- and they had WrestleMania that year, they refused to call it the Camping World Stadium because they thought it the name was stupid. Yes. <laughs> um, so it's located in the West Lakes neighbourhood of downtown Orlando um, west of new sports facilities like the Amway Centre so yeah not, not quite on my oh, drive <laughs> but, but not that far away either like you know the Amway is not that far away from, from our drive is it I want to say it's probably about 10-15 minutes down the road I remember going past it. I'm sure it didn't take that long for us to get there from from my drive, so. Um so that's weird. So so they they're using Universal as their base, but they'll be having everything at the uh, the Camping World Arena. Hmm. Seems seems yeah. odd. Seems odd. Um right. Uh the last thing I had about the parks was um people mover has had another delay Mm. it's essentially now sinead i think you'll agree the uh disneyland railroad of disney world uh that's the one at paris of course i'm talking about um it was originally supposed to open well people expected to reopen in july last year um it was supposed to reopen in november then pushed back to December mm. um, and it's been delayed in January twice. Yeah. Now expected to be the 1st of March. Yeah.
4: Yikes.
1: And that's only because that's what they can see. So, it kind of shows that it should be open from the 1st of March but there's no actual announcements.
0: Right.
1: So, I don't know. A lot of people have been saying for a while that, that attraction's going. It'd be interesting
4: if... Uh, see what happened yeah there. i don't believe it
1: was there any I other don't
4: news don't believe it um just the only other thing i had nick was um just interesting that they they've updated the general mask policy and uh um, the
1: last thing i had on my agenda
4: Go on. oh okay no. um well a couple of things i noted was um even if you've had a covid jab you have to wear a mask yeah. Which makes sense, but you can see a lot of people saying, oh, I don't need to wear a mask. I've had a COVID jab, you know, three, four, five weeks ago, but you do. I and think, then I think
1: mm-hmm. that might be, I think that might be a Florida mandate, not just
4: Yeah. Disney. I'm, and I'm, it makes sense because sure the, the vaccines aren't 100% effective. You know, they're they're very effective, but when you see figures like 90% or in some cases even less, depending on the vaccine, yeah. not 100% effective. Plus, uh, it's uncertain how long it takes for the vaccine to take effect, and it's still uncertain how long the vaccine will last. So it does make sense. Uh, and then the other thing I noted, <laughs> I hadn't really heard of this, but apparently they've updated the mask policy to include wearing a mask that's got a clear plastic panel in it. All right? Why the hell would you want that? I suppose if you were, if, if you needed to lip read, I could understand.
2: Using ASL you'd need
4: it because you need to be able yeah, to Yeah, I could understand that. Is that is that all it's for then, or is this pretty becoming a thing? Much.
2: No, pretty much.
4: Okay, so that's a good reason for for it being in existence. I didn't know whether it was that for that or whether it was just becoming a thing.
1: I mean, let's let's not get it twisted. Mm. I'm sure there are some people that want mm. to have a clear face mask mm. for the sake of having a clear face mask. No probably. Mm. But yeah, generally it's it's because of people that need to have one because of sign yeah, language fair or yeah. lip reading more importantly um, mm-hmm. but yeah I think I think seeing that updated policy really hammers has to hammer home the point to people that and look I don't want to be the bearer of bad news but I'd rather be honest and that is that you know your trip to Disney World this year if you're able to go depending on where you are in the world but if you are able to go it's not, it's still not going to be the experience you expect. Yeah. You are still going to have those restrictions. And I, if I was a betting man, I would assume they'd be in place till next year at the oh, earliest. Yeah. Yeah, no, at no, no. the earliest. If not,
3: we're, if not we're having conversations now of uh, 2023.
2: I think with the masks, anyways, like, yes, a lot of people will kind of be able to get the vaccines in the next however many months, but. Purely from like a being able to manage guests. If you just have a blanket policy of regardless of whether you have a vaccine or not, you have to wear it. It's easier for them to manage because what are they expecting cast members to do to stop every single guest and have them prove that they've had a vaccine? That's completely unrealistic. So it's just easier to just leave it as a blanket. You must wear a mask policy.
1: Well, what What about if Bill Gates gives us all the microchips so he can control our minds and they can scan the microchip?
2: True.
3: fair enough
1: <laughs> um Sinead, was there anything else from you
2: not not from inside the parks no
1: uh craig
3: not a sausage
2: okay
1: well let's
2: step out of the gates
1: and go and have a look at what's going on outside of the parks
3: let's get down to
0: business to start planning that disney trip i'm wendy prater and magical journeys travel here proud sponsor of the disney parks and beyond podcast I specialize in all things Disney, Universal, and all major cruise lines. Disney cruises are spectacular, but you've got to book early to get the best pricing and stateroom selection. I offer generous onboard credits and take care of all your planning. Interested in Disney World, Disneyland, or Disneyland Paris? I can help with every bit of the planning process, including dining and fast passes. Find me on the Twitters at WP Magic Journeys or email me at Wendy Prater at magicaljourneys travel.com. I make the plans, you make the memories.
1: Okay, so um, anyone want to go first?
2: I'll go first purely because I feel like the big thing is probably Star in the lineup for Star, but I have a daft thing. So we mentioned Gideon's before, the ridiculous face that does the ridiculous sized cookies. Well, they brought out a, a Valentine's one. Um, which is called the Eternal Flame Cookie. Right. So it's a dark chocolate cookie laced with ancho, cayenne and cinnamon and topped with chocolate-covered cherries. So it's a spicy cookie.
4: Ooh. Right. Sounds
2: pretty tasty, I have to say.
4: these well, cookies look insane. Here's the thing. I want
1: one. I remember when I used to work in TV land, I remember being given some... Uh, chocolate it was from some posh place um it was chocolate that was infused with chili Mm -hmm. yeah it's lush meat no i i don't jive i don't jive with it um i can kind of see the appeal a little bit but i don't get it now on the flip side to that if i'm making a chili con carne or whatever the the vegetarian equivalent of that is because obviously there's no carne in it um I love to put in some dark chocolate to melt. Really oh, kind of brings out some flavour. But That's manky. No. Yeah. That's less, that's less manky.
3: I had a chili off chocolate in New York in February last year, and it was lush.
1: Yeah, but that's, that's something different.
3: It's chili and not chocolate.
1: And also, that's, that's a Mexican thing. That there's, mm. you know, it's it's not just we'll just throw some chili in it, you know. It's it it was a it was a
3: Mexican chocolate shop. Oh, well, it, was, it was lovely. Yeah.
1: Well, but, that, but what I'm saying is, is that's that's different to just whacking some chili
3: in something. Red wine in the chili con carne. Uh,
1: well, if you yeah, if, you, if you're cooking meat, yeah, of course. Yeah, and and we do put red wine in in bolognese sauce and stuff like that. So, but. Chocolate in in Chile is is good, but the other way around. I
4: remember going into the um, the ice cream parlor in Diagon Alley. is um, it Fortis, Florian, Fortis? Excuse, is it? Anyway, um, they had uh, they had a chili-flavored ice cream. Yeah. Yeah, I just wasn't a big fan. No, chocolate chili-flavored. I think it was. Hmm. Nah, uh, not a big fan. I Just give it the chocolate, keep it chilly.
2: <laughs> I think the would be keen to try it. To be fair, I'd quite happily try any of them.
4: Yeah, yeah, I think
1: that's the thing. Uh, I'm definitely up for trying one of them. I think I think the queues and stuff are ridiculous, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Although okay. I don't
2: think it's been too bad recently. Um, It was like, I was watching a vlog the other day, and it was like midday, and if you were to join there and then, it was an hour and a half, which sounds probably a bit much, but it's a virtual oh, it queue, so like, you can go and get dinner and then get your cookies afterwards.
4: How long would it take you to drive to the Winter Park location and drive back again? You could probably do that in a lot less than that.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely.
1: You you could do it. I think a round trip is about forty minutes. Yeah. 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 It's it's not it's not it's not that bad at all. Um Actually, on the same subject though, should I? Now you brought up Valentine's. Um, I did see that Build a Bear Workshop have announced a a new baby Grogu. Mm. <laughs> Valentine's Day which uh, is is the same baby Grogu or it looks to be the same baby Grogu plush that they had prior to to Christmas Uh, but this time he's holding a red heart
3: oh it looks absolutely cack to be fair most of the Builder Bear stuff's cack
1: isn't it no I disagree I think some of the Builder Builder Bear stuff is is actually really good do you all look
3: like roadkill
1: what? Yeah, until you <laughs> until you put stuffing in them, you're not supposed to buy them flat, Craig. You're supposed to fill them with stuffing.
4: Nah, I agree. You know what they're like up in Liverpool. You're <laughs> yeah. going to build a bear and four of them up a jumper, but
1: I was going to say they just can't they just fill see them, them. Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> All the kids in Liverpool think they're supposed to be flat.
1: I think the whole concept of a bear is quite fun. Like we've done some with my daughter before, and you know, going in and you know, choosing how much fluff you want and choosing the heart you want to put in there and you know if you want it to talk and all that kind of stuff like i think it's i think the whole process is actually quite cute you pay a premium for it but it's quite a fun little thing to do but unless you're craig and you just you just take the flat ones and walk out the shop then that's different
2: that's Not a different taking itself, to be honest although i did nearly end up being a store manager of a builder over here once big yeah. times
1: think a staff discount, you could have helped us get. You mm. monkey bear. Stop! You got. Sometimes, Sinead, you got to think of the bigger picture. No, and I do not. Not just yourself. Okay. That's all I'm saying.
2: Let slide down.
1: Um. Was Was there something else you wanted to to pick up this day? No, that was it. Oh, Okay. Okay. Um, Mister D, I've got to come to you. Have you Have you seen episode four yet of Wonder Vision?
4: Uh, no, sorry, we're working oh, our way God, through. No, no, there's, a, there's a good You're reason re- why. that no, is not. There's a good reason why. You've literally is. retired. I, hang on, no, this, is, this am, is a good reason, come on. I am done research for the Universal Podcast. So we have started watching the Harry Potter films, so we're ready for number eight, which means that's... we've got to start at number one, okay? A, so currently we're on number why. three. No, but it's uh, a lot of movies to watch, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know but Wonder Vision only lasts half an hour.
2: Yeah, it's a really short TV show. <laughs> My
4: goodness. Well that's the best excuse I've got. Sorry, it's not good <laughs> enough. I'm in
1: disgrace. Um I mean look, we, we Is won't it getting better. To... It's it's amazing, Mr D. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely bad. amazing. I dunno. Right. So so what like we won't go into the spoiler, we won't talk about the plot, and mm-hmm. I wasn't going to talk about the plot anyway, but okay. episode four um which is the, the latest episode as we recall this podcast that's come out. Um it's the episode where it all starts all the all the puzzle pieces start fitting into place.
4: Yeah.
1: So what you've seen so so episode four Misty is is not like the others.
4: Okay. Well I had to yeah, that was on a trajectory that was gonna have to change at some point, wasn't
3: it? Yeah. So um I'm, I'm, I'm literally looking at um Lisa Washington has posted a, the screen cover of the One Division Disney+. Plus, and it's like Disney are putting their own spoilers out almost because people have been kicking off that they don't get it because everyone's spoon-fed now with the plot of everything. Everything's dumbed down. People's heads have fell off because they didn't explain what it was from the off so now it's all in the advert so now i find myself not wanting to look at absolutely anything to do with it Mm. in case it gives anything away
1: um i don't think i don't think i'm just looking at, at the the thing you've you've just mentioned there um i've seen that before number one and secondly there's nothing in that poster that gives
3: anything away but... Uh, uh, the no, big, no, I... the big, the big telly there is clearly the eighties. I didn't want to see that. It ruined it. Right,
1: but it was. It's been known ever since that it's going to go through the decades, and we've even talked but about I... it on here. Yeah, yeah, but I still haven't seen it. But now I have. Oh, great. Um. So yeah. So so episode four, Misty is is a completely different type of episode, and you Ooh. start it. It almost kind of. Explains what's gone on right. up until up until that point. Right. So if you're like, well, I don't really understand what's going on, well whilst you won't get, you know, obviously you won't get all of the answers, mm-hmm. it will it'll will better frame what is actually going on. Okay. And it's my favourite episode so mm-hmm. far. Just because I think the way they've done it is is incredibly clever. Mm-hmm. Um and the reason they've put it there because my wife said well why do they you know they could have put that at the start and i went but it wouldn't have worked it works better being where it is because now you're starting now it's starting to put everything into place for you mm-hmm. um yeah. but that's the episode that for her has as she was enjoying it but she was she was like getting anxious about what's going on she just wanted to know now yeah. she's got an idea, so it doesn't answer all the questions, but you mm-hmm. can start filling in some of the blanks, and it's it's really yeah. well done. Very good. very good telly. Um, good. Yeah, I mean it it is my Friday highlight, right? Except I keep good. watching it on Saturdays, so mm-hmm. I've got to change that habit. But um,
4: okay, yeah, I'll, make, I'll find the time in between in between the Chamber of Secrets and the Prisoner of Azkaban.
1: Yeah, it's a good uh, it's a good uh, appetite. Yeah, yeah. Uh but yeah, that, that show for me is, is getting better. Um I was talking to my Marvel uh loving friend about it today while we was watching wrestling because obviously Wondervision was more exciting than the wrestling we were watching and um yeah, I mean he's he's read some of the comics that this is kind of potentially based around and yeah, he's he's fully invested in it and um yeah I think it's gonna I think it's gonna have a big payoff. Um we were also discussing the, the upcoming shows as well. He's he's kind of convinced me that Winter Soldier might be better than I'm giving it credit for. We'll see. We'll see. Time will tell mm. on that one. I'm still not overexcited, but uh, yeah, WandaVision can keep carrying on its on its lovely path as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Um, I know you was talking about... It. I just got to the bit actually in Mickey Waffles where you're talking about WandaVision, so I haven't listened to it fully, but then you... You were only up to episode three when you recorded that,
0: yes, so,
1: yeah. no
2: I love it I just yeah. I think it's so it's such a nice change yes. from like everything else that has been coming out from everywhere like it's something that's just so completely different um I'm loving it absolutely loving
1: it. How's your good. family since it Craig
3: uh, I get eighty because she doesn't know what's going on. And she hasn't got the patience to sit there, so she's. We're making her sit there and watch it as a family on a Friday night, having our tea. And um, she sits on her phone with a gob on. Even episode four, she sat there. but well, she's twelve, so she, she was. Lo- she was watching it out of the corner of one of her eyes, begrudgingly. Yeah, oh. it's,
1: um, her lookout, mate.
3: Her lookout. Yeah. <laughs> Weird.
1: Um, Mr D was there anything you wanted to talk about from outside the parks
4: no I didn't have really
3: much from outside the parks no
1: uh, Craig what about you
3: just excited about I'm wishing the month of February away because I'm excited for Disney Plus Stars Stars yeah the big reveal and hmm. uh, we, we got a hell of a lot of information last week didn't we
1: you know, Sinead, was you was you kind of alluding to that?
2: Yeah, so they've re- kind of released the full list of everything, um, and various different news outlets have it. I found on CNET. So they have like a full list of all of the TV shows that are be- going to be going on to Disney Plus um, when Star releases, and then all of the movies as well. And it's like overwhelming the amount of content that's going to get out to it at the, at the one time. This is. Um... And it's cool. still
1: I would still argue there's glaring emissions as well.
2: Mm.
3: Oh, definitely, yeah. Uh,
2: I They're would... holding
3: stuff back, aren't they? Yeah.
2: I was buzzing for last Friday because there was articles everywhere at the start of January that dinosaurs was gonna go on to Disney Plus, only went on to Disney Plus in America, and I am raging about it. Yeah, I
1: just I don't understand. So I was talking to someone about this the other day, um, because I get so you know, there's some Disney films that are missing. Or were missing, weren't they? Like Incredibles 2 didn't come on Disney Plus for a while. Um, and Enchanted's still not on there. And I get that there are some existing contractual obligations that they've got to see out before they can add content. I get it. But, you know, and obviously we saw it differently to you, your but Dinosaurs in the UK was shown on the ITV, which is like our third biggest channel or whatever, in the 90s. Never been repeated. Uh, or, or certainly not been repeated since the year two thousand. and you know i don't I don't see that anyone would have the rights to it.
2: That's the thing because like I couldn't find comfort because like I loved dinosaurs when I was a kid, like I was obsessed with it. me and my brother had all of the toys for it. And I was buzzing that it was going to go on because I was like, well, clearly, because I think Hulu had it for a while, and now it's been specifically added to Disney And I was like, why the heck hasn't it got added over here? It makes no sense because, like you said, it's not as if anywhere shows it.
1: No, no, it's it's so bizarre to me. Like, not even like the Disney Channel showed it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not. It's it's so so weird that we get stuff like Boy Meets World, yeah. which you know had a similar kind of story. It was on a, you know they kind of cross paths in when they were on but you know they were they were there kind of similar times on on tv and that's on disney plus but dinosaurs isn't still it's so weird and yet okay you can vpn or whatever if you want to go down that route you know there's ways of finding it if you want that's to but... and, and the only way to get it in the uk it seems is to get an, a german dvd yep of the entire series which has the english soundtrack so just just bizarre just bizarre to me. But anyway, you were going to talk about some of the content.
2: Yeah, I, like, I won't go through everything because we would literally be here for a half the evening. But um, There's a lot of things that I'm quite excited. Buffy's going on to it, which I'm thrilled about because I started watching it on Amazon Prime and then kind of gave up. So I'm intrigued to... I'm intrigued. But there's a lot of like, big shows going on to it. So... Um, Grey's Anatomy, which I know is one that people tend to rewatch all the time, is going on to it. How I Met Your Mother, um, Scream Queens, like there's lo- ugly Bay, There's loads and loads of TV shows going on And then as for the movies, there's probably like a hundred different movies that are going on to it.
1: But um, and we've got stuff like Deadpool two going mm-hmm. on it, and some not all of, but some of the die hard films, which again is a bit of an odd one. Yeah, but, you know, mm. but... yeah. People were worried about, well, are we going to get adult content? Yes, yes, we are. That's the whole point. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. So they also sent out some visuals of how it's going to look, where you can, like, lock the different ages. So depending on kind of what you're quite happy for your kids to have access to. Because I know you've said before that you're quite happy for your kids to watch anything that's rated PG. So I think you can set it by ages rather than necessarily just whether it's a you or not. So you can set it at different kind of like rating levels um, to lock down the different profiles if you want. So they seem to have added a little bit more customization rather than it just being it's a kid's profile or it's not a kid's profile. Well, it seems talk- to have a bit of customization.
1: Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit because some weird things happened over the last few weeks. I don't know if anyone else noticed. So the first one, and this, this caused a bit of a stink on social media, as it, you know these things do, um, and that was the disappearing uh, Dumbo and Peter Pan and I think Pinocchio from the kids' profiles. Did they? Yes. Mm-hmm. So and and I mean the kids' profile is so stupid on Disney Plus. Basically, if it's not a you, it's not on the kids profile.
0: Mm.
1: Now I can completely get 12s and and stuff, not as much content as a 12, but you know, all of that stuff I I get. But basically stuff that's PG, no, it's not in a kid's profile. And, you know, if you go on, you know, Netflix have got kids' profiles. We've got a kid's profile for our kids on Netflix. And that has things that are PG as well. Mm. You know, and PG is parental guidance. Parental guidance recommended, right? That's what that means. So it's not that your kids shouldn't be watching this. It's that you might want to watch this with them. Yeah. Or you might want to watch it first, or whatever. But to just so, yeah, so things that had, uh, you know, films that generally had a disclaimer before the start of them to say, you know, this was made at a different time and you know yeah. has outdated references, they've just been taken off the kids profile. Now the impact of that, uh, well, I think it's the impact of that because it happened at the same time. Is I went on to Disney Plus one morning, and some of the avatars that we've got blank. Ooh. There was just nothing there. Um, now, I had... Uh, sorry, not... not What was me? Yeah, I had Stitch as as the as our f- profile. The kids had, I think, Dumbo. And uh, we had another one that was Spider-Man. Okay. All, all gone. So, I went into the avatars, because you can obviously change the avatars, and they'd disappeared.
2: Oh, they wait. just weren't
1: there. Now... They did add some new avatars, but they've replaced they've replaced the avatars basically. So there's a new Oswald one, Oh cool, which wasn't there before. Um, but Stitch has gone, Dumbo has gone, um, Spider Man has gone, and they've added some new ones. And and it was such a weird thing because we had Disney Life for years, mm. and Disney Life would add avatars. But it wouldn't take; it wouldn't replace them. Yeah. I mean, how much? How much room is that taking to have some avatars? It's got to be tiny, yeah, right? So why? Yeah. They...
2: And the selection <laughs> that they have, anyways, is terrible.
1: Well, again, again, compared to what you got on Disney Life, mm. you know, you had so ma- you had too many, if anything, um, and now you get about ten or fifteen per category. Yeah. So bizarre. Um, so yeah, so I don't know if that was, if that was, you know, the reason for doing it, but it certainly happened. So
2: yeah. if you're missing
1: avatars, that's why they've, they've replaced them. And instead of giving you the replacement, you've got to actually go and manually find a new one. So strange, there you go. Um, that was the case on Apple TV. You know, that's what I'm using on, you know, it might be different on other services, but definitely on Apple TV. That's what we, uh, we experienced, um, and yeah, I recommend... It's one of the shows that's launching on the uh, on the start date, um, Atlanta. Uh, I think both seasons are going on there straight away. Cracking show, underrated show. Go and watch that. It's great. Um, was there anything else from you, Sinead?
2: No, that's it for me.
1: I just had a couple of... Uh, two things. They're both related, though. Um, so the first one is that... Um, I, saw a, I saw an article that uh emperor Cuzco in the emperor's new groove was actually based on donald trump
0: oh dear yeah
1: um yeah Uh, apparently one of the producers uh said um that the theme was what if uh, donald trump was on a farm in nebraska Mm -hmm. so i I don't know the significance of nebraska necessarily but but there you go um while I was, or, or when I saw this article, I'd actually been doing a, a bit of research about the Emperor's New Groove for uh, a potential upcoming project. And um, I'd forgotten, I, I knew about this, but I'd forgotten about it because I hadn't heard about it for a while, um, about the documentary that was made about the um, the Emperor's New Groove. Uh, anyone aware of this at all? No, no, don't
4: think so.
1: So yeah. the Emperor, the Emperor's New Groove didn't start off as The Emperor's New Groove. It, it became The Emperor's New Groove, but that's not how the project first started out. It was going to be uh, a much more kind of um, I don't want to say serious film, but um, not not the like the comedy film that it became. And uh, Sting was originally uh, asked to to make the music for it. This would have been about 1997 ish, I think. Um, So it was, you know, at the same time, you know, Phil Collins was, you know, heavily into doing Tarzan at that time. So this was, you know, another Disney film where they were going to get a popular, um, you know, music artist of the time to write some songs for it. And um, as part of them doing this, uh, Sting's wife, Truly Styler, who is a documentarian was going to make a documentary about it um so so she did that um it was called kingdom of the sun originally and quite late in production over halfway through they decided that it wasn't working and they basically scrapped it and started again because they had a release date to hit hmm. um so all of a sudden sting was out of the out of the picture so they weren't going to go down that route anymore any songs were no longer going to make sense because they were about the plot of the uh, the film that didn't exist anymore. So, um, so she made it. You know, she carried on making this documentary, and it's called the Sweatbox. It got a very limited release for Oscar season in two thousand two, but it's never had an official release. It's kind of been in the vault. Um, it is available to view on certain internet sites. Like maybe YouTube,
2: mm-hmm. maybe
1: don't want to. not want to tell you for sure. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm actually going to watch that this week. Now that it's out there, um, it's it's supposed to be a very interesting behind-the-scenes documentary. And of course, being done outside of Disney, you know, by someone outside of Disney, it's not yeah. going to be uh, your usual kind of um, you know sweet and saccharine thing that you're used to. So um, yeah. so yeah. So if you want to go and check that out, you can you can mm. do some Google search and see what comes up. That's all I'm saying. Okay. But uh, yeah, That's I mean, I, it, have, have we all seen the Emperor's New Groove?
4: Yeah, but ooh, again, quite oh, a long oh. time. that first yeah, well, 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 came out well, on DVD, I think. Donks. Yeah.
1: yeah. I love it. It's one of my favourites. Yeah. Uh, it's one I saw much later after it, it come out. I'd kind of avoided it, thinking it because it was a it was a flop when it came out. So I assumed it must, but it mustn't be very good. And I think it's it, it's great. Very underrated film. Big fan. Um, so, yeah, go and watch that. And, Craig, I just want to, going back to some discussion we had uh, on, the, on the quiz. Um, I'm watching Lilo and Stitch today. It's a, an absolutely beautifully animated film. You're talking absolute hogwash when you say it's not
3: a good-looking animated film. Uh, I didn't say that. You did say that. I said it just wasn't a good film. No, you said it was an
1: awful. You said the, the animation was horrible. Well, I don't
3: remember saying that. I dispute that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you'd, you'd had a few tangoes and whiskeys by that point. So.
3: <laughs> yeah, the 70s cop show coming <laughs> to <laughs> Netflix soon.
1: Or oh, possibly Disney Plus. We don't know.
3: Yeah.
4: We don't know. It won't, um, be stars, it won't be Disney Plus. Maybe stars, but won't be Disney Plus. Yeah, maybe. It's definitely not going to be on the kid's profile on that
1: one. No, it definitely won't be. Um, Was there anything else before we wrap up?
4: No. Um, not for me? No.
1: Cool. Well, in that case, I'll call this episode to a close. So thank you all for joining me. Thank you, dear listener, for downloading. And we'll be back with another Disney Parts and Beyond in two weeks. <laughs>
4: adios
2: bye au
4: revoir